Welcome, everyone. This is Anna Jones, and you are listening to the All in Sacred Time podcast. The All in Sacred Time podcast is recorded and published on the new moon of every month and is designed to give deeper meaning to your life by helping you to better understand and consciously align with the cosmological and sacred energies affecting and influencing your daily life. And this is the third podcast in a series that I am doing this year. So I want to welcome you and uh, tell you the theme for today. The theme for today is renewal, rebirth, and resurrection. And this is being recorded and published on the new moon uh, that is associated with the upcoming month of April 2014, even though the new moon is happening on March the 30th of 2014. Um, but it is still the, the moon cycle that is upcoming is uh, going to be throughout uh, the month of April. Uh, so the upcoming sacred time events uh, occurring in the month of April is what I'm going to be speaking about and talking with you today, um, and I encourage you all to um, listen to the many things that's going to be uh, covered here today. Um, sometimes I like to start with the, the new moon and the energies of the new moon. Um, however, I decided today that it would be best to begin with talking about the most powerful events happening within um, the next moon cycle. Um, the next uh, what is called month in our uh, man-made Gregorian calendar, um, which the word month actually comes from the word moon or month, uh, moon cycle is what it originally was. Um, so in the next month, in the next moon cycle, I'm going to be speaking about um, sacred time and events of sacred time. Uh, for those of you who have um, visited my website, um, my, uh, my name is Anna Jones. As I said earlier, I'm an interfaith minister, and this is going to be a broad view that I'm going to be taking on this. My website is AnnaJonesOnline.com, and where you can find much more information about me and the services that I offer, as well as the podcasts and other podcasts that I am offering on a regular basis. Um, so I will speak a little bit now about the upcoming big events happening in this next moon cycle, uh, the first big event being the lunar eclipse that is coming up on um, April the 15th for those in the eastern part of the U.S., um, but for many other people in the world, uh, myself included, where I'm recording this and, and publishing this from is the Big Island of Hawaii. Uh, that full moon will actually be in the, the, the late uh, night hours on the 14th. So um, it's the 14th for some people in the world, the full moon and the 15th um, is uh, when it's uh, showing up on the calendars, especially for those of us in the U.S. and those in the eastern part of the U.S. Um, on the April the 15th, uh, 14th, 15th full moon, there's going to be the first lunar eclipse of the year. And um, there are routinely, on a regular basis, uh, yearly, there are eclipses that happen and take place. Eclipses always happen in pairs. Um, there is a, um, an, a lunar eclipse, and then uh, two weeks later, followed by a solar eclipse uh, that will be happening in the upcoming moon cycle that we're experiencing in April of 2014. 
And um, the lunar eclipse that is coming up, um, it is a very powerful one uh, because it's associated with the full moon um, known as the moon of the budding trees to the Native Americans, uh, also known as the pink moon, uh, which is another um, old name for it. Um, I'll describe a little bit about that. Uh, that uh, it means that those energies, the energies of this particular moon, are going to be amplified, and the moon of the budding trees um, the Native Americans understood that this time period on the medicine wheel uh, is a period in which um, the trees will begin to awaken and the blossoms will start to spring forward. Uh, you'll see spring starting to happen much more now, um, especially for those of you who uh, saw the spring equinox come and go and uh, didn't feel like the spring weather uh, had arrived yet. Uh, and the pink moon is also named after what is starting to happen the, the blooming and the blossoming of the earth uh, that starts to happen and the flowers beginning to uh, return. Uh, so the, the pink moon is one name for it. Uh, moon of the budding trees is another name for it. And it's about rebirth, renewal, uh, budding, um, literally uh, bursting forth with new life and new energy and new beginnings. Um, and it's a time of endings and new beginnings. And so it being an eclipse, so this 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 full moon, the first full moon of the spring season, it would always be very powerful. But then adding an eclipse onto that amplifies it even more. And um, the eclipse cycle that is happening um, is amplified uh, much more by the fact that during this eclipse cycle, there's also a grand cardinal cross of the cardinal signs that is going to be um, influencing us as well. And um, so the full moons amplify things, and um, then the Anytime the, the crosses are involved, there's an even further amplification. And out of all of the crosses, there's three different possibilities uh, for ways that the, um, the, the, the configurations can form into a cross. The most powerful of them is the, the, the grand cardinal cross uh, with the cardinal signs. And, of course, if you're born in one of the cardinal signs, then it will have more of an influence on you. Those are Aries, Libra, uh, Cancer, and Capricorn in Western astrology. Um, so if you are born in one of those cardinal signs, you'll have the most effect on your life um, of r renewal, um, which uh, re rebirth and new beginnings. And of course, with every new beginning comes uh, endings. Uh, it is an ending and a new beginning. It's the cycle of life. It's the circle of life, um, the wheel of life, uh, the medicine wheel, the Native Americans call it. Uh, it's a circle. It's a circle of life uh, where every... Uh, turn of the circle begins a new turn of the circle. Every ending is, is a new beginning. Every new beginning is an ending um, on that circle, on that wheel. So, um, but even if you're not of the four cardinal signs, even though it will influence Aries, Libra, Cancer, and Capricorn the most, uh, it's, everyone's going to feel the effects of this eclipse cycle. Everyone's going to feel um, on some level whether they're aware of it or not. And again, that's the that's the thing. Um, lots of us like to, uh, you know... Um, 
not be aware of these of these things. And there's lots of people who um, just just either ignore these things or thinks they don't really have any real effect on us at all. Um, and it's just uh, a matter of time, I believe, before the return and the reintegration between um, science and spirituality begins to happen. Uh, and that's really needing to happen in our lives. It's a it's a new beginning that I'm hoping and intending for. Um, and it's uh, something that really does need to happen in order for us to make further progress. Uh, we need the, uh, the, the, the understanding of how everything is energy um, and how everything is spirit, uh, which are two totally different ways of saying the same thing, to return. And so the... The, 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 the new moon, which is where we're at right now, is a time to set intentions. And so that's actually one of the intentions that I'm setting um, and for this moon cycle for the world. Uh, it's, it's sometimes a mistake that we make in only maybe, maybe making um, personal intentions, thinking about what we want and instead of just uh, also setting personal intentions and intentions for the world. So one of my um, intentions for our society, um, for um, the, the world and for our future uh, that I'm setting uh, at the time of this new moon for this upcoming eclipse cycle that's going to be happening um, is, and for this entire moon cycle, an eclipse cycle that, that comes with it, is for um, a reintegration, um, uh, a return, a rebirth, a renewal of the, the interconnectedness between science and spirituality. So that's how I'll state the intention and, and put it out there um, so that um, the awareness that everything is energy, that everything is spirit, again, like I said, is two different ways of saying the same thing, uh, can begin to be understood in a much more deeper way, broader way, um, and help us to live more of a life in balance. Um, and this is the, the life in balance is what um, the whole reason of aligning ourselves with sacred time is all about. Uh, we've fallen um, out of balance in many ways in our modern day lives. Uh, one of the most significant ways in which we've fallen out of balance is in um, alignment with the sacred times and this, the natural rhythms of our body, which um, follows the natural rhythms of the earth and of the sun and of the moon and uh, is affected by the natural rhythms and the natural energies of the cosmos. Um, science will go as far as saying that our body is made up of all the materials of the cosmos, uh, all of the light of the cosmos, uh, the star dust of the cosmos, um, but then uh, leaves it then at that where spirituality picks up and uh, takes it the, the next step um, and, uh, and, and, and acknowledges that uh, as beings of light, as um, the, the spirits that we are, the souls that we are, that uh, there there's this role that we have to play, this purpose that we have to play, and there's this awakening that we need to come to um, about the interconnectedness of all things. And um, being in alignment with sacred time, which is one of the reasons why I've done this podcast and decided to um, commit the time to doing this podcast and, and putting it out on a broad scale, being in alignment with sacred time not only helps us to live in balance, but helps us to live in awareness, live um, in love, live in compassion 
um, aligning ourselves with our natural rhythms, um, with the natural energies that are affecting us. Uh, and one of the, not the only, but one of the most powerful effects on us is the moon. Um, it affects us largely on the emotional level, but not just on the emotional level. It has a physiological effect on us, um, and it has a mental effect on us. Um, in fact, the word lunatic, um, if anybody uh, knows the origin of that word. Um, it has come about as a result of um, people who uh, act different, act crazy, feel like they're kind of losing their minds during the times of the full moons. In fact, this has been uh, recorded again and again and again in our modern times as well as in, um, in, in history that the full moons can really affect the mind and affect the emotions. And again, the word luna, luna means moon, lunatic, uh, really originally comes from, you know, somebody who's heavily under those influences uh, and, and out of balance from those influences. Uh, because if we do not seek to balance ourselves and realign ourselves with these energies and use these energies for the way that they're meant to be used, then they can adversely affect us. And even in the times in which we are working with them and we are as conscious and aware as we can, there can still be some adverse um, effects that we experience from them, but it is not nearly as much um, as if we are completely unconscious, uh, kind of sleepwalking, so to speak, um, through life and out of balance in every way. And then when we're out of balance, these things come along and they amplify that imbalance. Uh, so we'll be seeing this. Uh, we'll be seeing this happen in the world. Uh, we'll be seeing this happen um, with uh, people, maybe even that we know. We'll be seeing it happen in the news. We'll be seeing a, an amplification of the um, the imbalances, uh, the lunatic uh, energies uh, affecting people who are uh, out of balance um, and uh, who are in whatever way, not even of their own intention always, uh, because a lot of people are good, you know, they're, everyone I believe is a, a child of the divine, a child of the light, and a lot of people are good intention in everything that they're doing, um, but they're not in alignment. So um, this, these energies can affect uh, those who aren't in alignment and those who are out of balance, and of course they will affect us all. Um, so it's a good time, um, new moon, and uh, to set the intention to be in balance, to prepare for the upcoming eclipse cycle that will begin on the 14th in certain parts of the world, um, the 15th um, that is uh, in other parts of the world with the lunar eclipse happening and that will culminate uh, two weeks later on the new moon that will be the finishing of this moon cycle and the end of this new cycle and the beginning of another new moon cycle. Uh, the new moon happening on April the 29th. Uh, will be the solar eclipse. So the lunar eclipse happening on the 14th, 15th, and the solar eclipse happening, again, depending upon what part of the world you're in, on the 28th, 29th. And um, so the, the new moon is a time to set our intentions, to prepare ourselves, to be in alignment, uh, to live in alignment, to walk in balance, to rebalance. And this particular moon cycle being the first of the spring and the, and, and the, 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 the coming of the upcoming um, pink moon or moon of the budding trees uh, for renewal, um, to renew ourselves. Uh, this is another way that we get out of balance. We don't take the time 
that is needed to renew ourselves. We don't take the time to slow down, um, just allow ourselves to relax and be. And this has been going on for a long time in our culture. However, I feel that it's been increasingly uh, getting stronger. Um, and with the uh, creation of these mobile devices, which I use and I am grateful for, and I, I think they're a wonderful part of our modern-day lives, uh, but with the uh, creation of them, um, it seems like more and more we just uh, have a hard time um, unplugging, so to speak. Uh, and and um, disconnecting in the way that's the good way, the detachment that needs to happen so that we can connect inwardly, like a, a, a detaching from the outward world in order to connect and uh, reconnect uh, inwardly and with the the greater flow and the greater alignment of everything. Um, so I'm encouraging everybody to take some renewal time um, during the, especially during the preparation uh, between the new moon and the full moon. Um, that uh, time period, uh, it is a two-week time period. Um, so between this upcoming new moon, which is, uh, this is being released on, which is on March the 30th, and, um, Mar uh, I'm sorry, yeah, March the 30th is the new moon, and then April 14th, 15th, uh, take this two-week period to really try to do some renewal, um, some re rest, relaxation, renewal, reconnection uh, inwardly. Uh, so that when these energies are springing forth and the moon, full moon eclipse of the moon of the budding trees arrives, uh, many new things will be budding and bursting forth around you and in your life, and they'll be in harmony and they'll be in balance to the most possible. Okay, that doesn't mean the same and it doesn't mean perfect. Um, harmony and balance requires diversity. Um, in order for so there to be harmony, there has to be diversity. And in order for there to be balance, there has to be uh, equal and opposing energies. Um, but whether or not those equal and opposing energies go to an extreme, that's where imbalance happens, or whether or not they are, again, brought into harmony, which is when balance happens. So, um, Balance, harmony, connection, alignment, uh, these are the things that uh, to set the intentions for and the reasons for living in alignment with sacred time uh, in general in our lives. Um, and uh, for it's, it's, it's beneficial for our health and everything. So when these energies uh, are amplified, the Cardinal Cross um, is happening during the solar eclipse period, um, and all this amplification is happening, will be if you're in as much alignment as possible, setting the intentions now, preparing yourself now, taking some time to relax, renew. Now renewing, um, let me just point out, it doesn't always just mean physically either. This is why I was pointing out the, the whole thing with um, the, the modern-day mobile devices and things like that, um, because it's, a lot of times it's our mind um, that needs renewed just as much as our body uh, needs to be renewed and restored um, and rebalanced. Uh, so it's not just about uh, relaxing, renewing, and doing restorative, rejuvenative things for the body. Uh, that's important, too, and it'll be very beneficial for your health for this upcoming cycle to do that. Um, however, it's for the mind and for the emotions, um, as well as spiritual renewal and spiritual rebirth, um, which this season um, is also about uh, the 
the first uh, Sunday after the new moon, uh, after the first new moon of the spring equinox. So the first Sunday after the first new moon of the spring equinox period, of the spring period, is the Christian celebration of uh, what is called Easter. And um, this is a celebration of rebirth and resurrection. Uh, and there's no accident that um, in the Christian calendar, uh, this celebration of the, um, the death and the resurrection, the rebirth and the resurrection of Christ happens during this time period. Uh, this time period was chosen very specifically for that, not because it was the exact time or the exact date of the resurrection, because um, it's not. Uh, however, it's because of these energies um, and because of the, uh, the, the, the energies that um, they are, they're all about, right? The, the, this is what the energies of this uh, moon cycle of this time period is all about and um, the uh, the ancients knew that the indigenous people knew that uh, those who were you know following the indigenous traditions that Christianity was being spread to and um, they they knew and they were following lunar calendars they were following uh, you know a, a, a more natural um, time and they knew that this was the time that was connected uh, most energetically with that. So um, the, the the celebration, the upcoming celebration of Easter, is uh, truly in every way um, not only just the celebration of the um, resurrection, the resurrection of Christ, but also the celebration of the inner resurrection, the, um, the, the, the resurrection of our life, of our spirit, uh, the rebirth of that, the, the, the renewal of that, um, and of the earth, and, uh, and, and it's happening in this, in this time period, again, not by accident. Uh, so it's good to, um, to honor that, and uh, I will be doing what I can and in, in, in my uh, path that I follow as an interfaith minister uh, to honor the, um, the sacred times that are happening in the calendars of the world religions, um, Easter being one of those uh, celebrations happening within Christianity. Uh, there's also a couple of other important celebrations of sacred time happening uh, within this uh, moon cycle from um, that I've been speaking about, and that is uh, the celebration in um, Judaism, which is the celebration of Passover, and that will be beginning on the 15th at the full moon. Um, at the full moon lunar eclipse will be the beginning of Passover, and that will be continuing on um, for uh, for several nights. Uh, it'll be continuing on, and uh, it's about a seven-day uh, celebration. Looks like it's going to be beginning on the sunset of uh, the 14th, April the 14th, and and ending on the nightfall of Tuesday, April the 22nd. Uh, of course, it's a Jewish celebration of uh, their freedom uh, from Egypt, and that celebration is very sacred uh, to the Jewish people. And again, it's uh, no accident to the uh, the timing of where it falls in the lunar calendar. Um, it will begin on this uh, this this lunar calendar, this lunar uh, full moon. Uh, 
eclipse that I've been speaking about and talking about for this uh, for this time. And then also happening within this moon cycle uh, in the um, world religions calendars, the sacred calendars of world religions, um, in the Vedic calendar, which is uh, an ancient, ancient calendar, um, thousands of years old, um, there's also the celebration that is happening on Tuesday, April the 8th of uh, Ram Nomi, and it's the celebration of the appearance day or the birth of the divine avatar um, that uh, was known by the name of Rama um, and is written about the, the great stories, the great legend known as the Ramayan tells the story of the divine avatar Rama and um, he comes to basically renew um, and restore the earth from a major uh, decline that had happened um, from very large, powerful uh, evil influences uh, that were uh, affecting the earth and affecting humanity uh, at the time. And it was an appearance in India. It's a very uh, wonderful story, um, and it helps you understand um, the whole concept of avatars. The concept of avatars in the Hindu tradition has... Uh, it has a very broad understanding, helping you to understand that um, there is and always has been for uh, thousands of years uh, aspects of the divine that um, descends, where avatar means one who descends, uh, and uh, that, that comes into this world to uh, restore the light, to renew and to rebirth. Um, and so this particular uh, divine avatar and aspect of God uh, came in India uh, thousands of years ago, and um, this celebration happens annually. It is uh, celebrated by millions and millions worldwide, not just in India, um, <clears throat> and it is celebrated uh, to be, again, a time of uh, re rebirth, renewal, uh, a time of, of freedom, so to speak, um, freedom from the oppression, which is one of the things that, that Ram did. Um, as well as the Passover celebration being a celebration of freedom and freedom from oppression. And um, the Christian celebration of Easter, the resurrection is also a celebration of freedom in many, many ways um, because it shows us that um, there is, the, 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 that the um, that there is eternal life, basically. That is what it's showing us. And that's the ultimate freedom. The ultimate freedom from our fears. The ultimate freedom from the things that we worry about. Um, the ultimate freedom from the things that stresses us the most. Uh, it, it comes from this, this, this knowing that the resurrection of Christ uh, reflects to us, teaches us, brings us, uh, is a blessing of grace and mercy upon us. Um, that that there is this freedom, this eternal freedom of eternal life, and that there is only eternal life. Um, and so there's this powerful uh, time of this, the moon of the budding trees, <clears throat> these eclipses, um, the, these, these celebrations that are about what I would call spiritual freedom or spiritual liberation. Um, you know, this means that freedom and people's freedom will be an issue during this time period. I very much expect um, the world events 
to uh, be focused on some of that um, in the next few weeks. It already has been happening over the next four weeks of this 28-day moon cycle that begins with this upcoming new moon on March the 30th. I expect that there's going to be more of that um, and more issues around freedom and people's freedom to choose for themselves and people's freedom to, um, you know, maintain their own autonomy with their country or with individuals or whatever that is. Uh, so there'll be issues, I believe, uh, showing themselves and coming up with that and conflict around that. Um, especially around those uh, who are not in favor of that and are not supporting that. Um, and yet there's this energy that is in favor of that. Um, and I believe that the, um, the the changes that will be happening, the new beginnings that will be happening, while they're not going to be easy, and we may not see the effects of them right away, um, because that's another thing that happens with eclipses. Um, they're not going to be easy. We're not going to see the effects of them right away. They are ultimately for the highest good, and that's the promise of spiritual liberation as well. That's the promise of spiritual uh, freedom or spiritual liberation, is when we reach spiritual liberation, we reach spiritual freedom, when we reach that realization that, you know, the reality is eternal life, that there, that there is this uh, part of ourselves that is eternal and um, that is, is, will never die and, will, and can never be hurt or harmed for anything in this world. When we reach that re realization, when we come to that, that, that spiritual liberation in ourselves, then the things that are happening in the world, we can help to co-create them consciously with awareness. And we don't have to be afraid of them or feel like we're just victim to them. And we can respond to them differently and, the, and to the things in our own lives. Um, change, which these uh, eclipses, this grand, uh, this grand cardinal cross I'm speaking of, the moon, the, 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 the moon of the budding trees, all of it represents change right Re rebirth renewal is brings about change rapid change especially during the year of the horse these big changes can be difficult um, and they, they're not they're not easy changes but they don't have to be hurtful you know they don't have to be hurtful they don't have to hurt us they don't have to impact us in any uh, hurtful harmful physical way if we again are approaching from that place of spiritual consciousness of embracing the energies of this time embracing align ourselves with it living in alignment with it living in balance with it and um, um, seeking that spiritual liberation, that true inner knowing. When we really know, not just intellectually, but really realize the eternality of our spirits, the eternality of our soul, the eternality that there is eternal life. When we really know it and fully realize it, then we are spiritually free. And this is a good intention to set, too. This, and, and we're free in all other ways, too. The influences of the material energies do not disturb our bodies, our minds, our emotions, as much as they disturb when we do not have that realization. And many of us may may may, may may feel like we have certain levels of realization, and myself included, I feel like I have certain levels of realization um, that, that bring me a certain level of spiritual liberation, but by no means is that the 
um, the, the end of the realization that I can come to. There's so much more that we can free ourselves, uh, free our minds, free our bodies, um, free our emotions, free our experience in this world by embracing the liberation of the soul, the liberation of the spirit, the freedom uh, that is that is there and that is found there, uh, the joy, the peace, the harmony that is found in the soul, that is found in the spirit um, and, and in our soul's connection and communion with the divine um, that is 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 not like any of the other joys or or or, or pleasures of the world that are all temporary um, everything and anything that is a joy and pleasure that's a worldly material pleasure they're all temporary they're all part of the temporal world time temporal temporal world is temporary. Um, that which is timeless and of the infinite uh, is not temporary and um, is the eternal peace, eternal wisdom, eternal joy. Um, and all of us have had some moments of it, some experience somewhere along the line. Um, e even those who are maybe the, the, the most sleep, the most fearful, the most negative, the most you know hurt, uh, the most wounded, wh whoever, all of us, uh, we, we all have had some experience of it. And if we can just even remember one experience in which we felt that eternal light of our soul or our spirit, or we felt felt that eternal joy. We felt um, the, the, the bliss, the joy of that. And remember that one experience and set the intention to free yourself to experience that more and to realize that more in your life um, from the inside out and to live in balance and alignment from the inside out. Those things would be appropriate um, for this time period, for this time period. Now, the, in, in, in starting to wrap up here, um, I do want to say a few things about the new moon because I could literally go on and on about the subjects that I was just describing and um, for the sake of time here, I need to, I do need to, to move on. The new moon that is beginning on March the 30th, um, many of you who um, are tuning into these types of things, uh, seeing, you know, posts about things pertaining to um, astrology, astronomy, moon cycles, etc., may be hearing that while the upcoming full moon is a pink moon and a, maybe the moon of the budding trees, that this new moon is being called a black moon. And the reason for that is um, because when there are two new moons happening within a calendar month, when there are two moons happening in a calendar month, uh, the terminology that is given for that is a black moon. Uh, it also um, happens when there is um, three new moons, uh, I'm sorry, four new moons in one season, and, and uh, the third new moon of the four of them would also be called the black moon. Um, the I, I, I know a lot of people will follow this and they, um, you know, feel that there's something uh, significant to this uh, black moon. Um, I am in no way saying whatever you're intuiting is wrong. Your intuition is important and it's imp I always encourage people to follow your intuition. However, I just want to point out that um, the only naturally occurring uh, black moon is that second kind that I just mentioned. The only naturally occurring, um, for lack of a better way of putting it, black moon is when there is uh, four new moons in a season. 
um, and that black moon would happen to be the third new moon of a season, okay? And that is not this new moon. Um, there are not four new moons in the season of spring this year. Um, there are three, and um, this particular black moon is only being called that. This particular new moon is only being called a black moon because it is the second new moon in a calendar month, okay? And the keywords here are calendar month, all right? This is the man-made calendar month. To the lunar calendar, there is no such thing as two new moons in a month. <laughs> uh, I... I I, I think this is really important for us to understand. That's why I explained that month means month. Um, a, a month in a moon cycle is a moon cycle, and a moon cycle is from one new moon to another new moon. So the ne the time that the next new moon comes around is another new month. Um, so it is only in man-made time, man-made calendar systems, the man-made Gregorian calendar system that such a thing as a black moon of two new moons happening in one calendar month could be possible. And to me, this is the epitome, the epitome of how out of balance the man-made uh, Gregorian calendar system is um, the, and how it throws us off of balance. So in that way, I could say this could be a black moon because it is uh, something that um, it is causing a shadow. Um, having a man-made calendar system that tries to tell us that there can be two new moons happening in the course of a month or that there can be two full moons happening in the course of a month, um, it, it, it is, it casts a shadow and our, it casts a shadow in our psyches. Um, our, our bodies don't, it doesn't compute um, to our unconscious mind that is already in alignment with all these things. It doesn't compute. And then to our conscious mind, it just confuses us. And we start living more out of balance. So anytime there's a new moon, a new month cycle is beginning. A new month, a new month, a new lunar moon cycle, a new lunar month is beginning. It is only possible in this um, out-of-balance, man-made Gregorian system for such a thing to happen. And so in that way, I could say it's a black moon. Um, and it does affect our, I think even our biorhythms, not just our minds, um, but our biorhythms, and it can cast a shadow upon that. And um, it can be useful for us to um, just be aware that... Um, that this is the beginning of a new month. This is the beginning of a new month. Um, and of course, every new moon is a time for setting intentions. Uh, every new moon, every full moon, a good time for doing prayers, uh, ceremonies, uh, etc. And again, uh, usually most of the religions of the world, uh, not all, um, but a, a lot of the religions of the world uh, have their calendar systems aligned uh, with things that are happening within sacred time. And so if we can follow uh, I think the best and easiest thing to follow, which is why I've oriented this podcast so much to the the, the lunar cycle, um, is the the lunar the lunar calendar. If we can follow that in some way, uh, align ourselves in some way to that, do things that are uh, natural to the the new moon cycle. What's what's natural for that? Um, 
and uh, think in terms of that. Uh, that's going to be helpful. Now, I know that in order to function in business, in order to, you know, I, 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 ha I have to do that as well, in order to function and get to appointments and, and, and function in business, which is what the man-made calendar is all about. It's really about, um, it's really about, um, the material world, the material energies, and uh, I'm going to get into that a, a later about all the things that it that it's about and why it's uh, why it does what it's, what it does. Um, but there was an actual intention in the the making of the Gregorian calendar to create a calendar system that did. Um, base it on man-made ideas and man-made uh, thoughts rather than um, the natural world. And uh, I won't go further into that because it's just uh, going to take too much time. So, not that there's anyone to blame or anything to blame. It's just something I'm pointing out and I want to continue to point out throughout this podcast. Um, and uh, it's, it's just something I hear so many people, you know, why am I struggling so much? Why is it so hard? Why is life so, why is life so uh, hard and, and, and difficult? Difficult and why am I experiencing these things and why are they so difficult? And there's a lot of answers to that. I'm not saying there's just one blatant answer to that. Um, there's the answers of things that are going on in people's personal lives and inside themselves that are first and foremost. But there are things that affect us all, that affect us all, and that can either help us or that can hurt us. And those things are the natural rhythms of the natural world and the natural energies of the natural world. So that is why I've decided to do this All a Sacred Time podcast and is an ongoing theme of it and um, to help us with some of the things that we, we, we can't control it, um, but we can uh choose how we act and how we react. Um, for examples, uh, you, there will be a lot of um, fear-based things coming out about the upcoming eclipse cycle. Uh, there'll be a lot of uh, fear-based things about that. And um, I'm not saying that there's nothing to be concerned about. I'm not in any way saying that there's nothing to be, um, you know, looking out for or watching out for. But there's a big difference between be aware and beware. There's a large difference between be aware and beware. And when you are aware of these natural timings, these natural rhythms, and your place and movement within it. Think of it sometimes, uh, what, I, what I'm talking about in these podcasts, think of it sometimes as a cosmological, um, natural rhythms forecast, uh, like, a, like a weather forecast. Like you would hear a weather forecast and you'd want to prepare, uh, you know, how you want to, we're going to dress, maybe what you're going to take with you, the things you're going to do and not do, those types of things. Um, and that's how, all uh, sacred time, natural time, uh, astronomy, astrology, cosmology, how all of those things really truly are. They're not in control of us, um, but they are the energies of which everything is taking place in. Just like the we go outside and there's the weather, um, even even when we're not outside, right? Our house is uh, in the elements. So um, we everything in our lives is taking place within the natural world around us and the weather, so to speak, of the natural world around us. Um, and so that's the whole point I'm ultimately trying to make as well, is that all that is happening in our lives and in 
all of our lives worldwide is happening in this greater context, is happening in this uh, this weather, so to speak, this cosmological, uh, astronomical, astrological, um, sacred time influence of uh, weather, of environment, of an energy field that we're within. Okay. So um, that said, I um, did go into a lot of things today. I wasn't even planning on it. I never know sometimes what I'm going to say on these podcasts and, until I say them. Um, and so I think I'm just going to uh, wrap up and thank everybody very much for listening. Um, I am uh, going to mention one more time that my website is AnnaJonesOnline.com, where you can uh, listen to all the previous podcasts, uh, as well as listen to my Celestial Voice podcast. They're also uploaded on iTunes if you want to follow them there. Um, also available on my website is uh, other products uh, that I that I have um, classes, audio classes, uh, guided meditations that are helpful for aligning ourselves. And um, thank you so much, and I will be seeing you and, and talking with you next moon cycle.